This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Take it. Tierney back. It's 1127. Uh, I was going to correct itself this year, I would imagine, with the adjustments to the shift and all that stuff, but... In 2016, the league average was 255, right? This past year, as you said, it was 243. Yep. I mean, and I was I went all the way back to the early 1900s. I could not find a a window uh, of you know of of that of that of that distance separating the two that I just referenced to any other time in baseball history where there was such a precipitous drop. Mm. You know, in when, like a five or six average. year span, yeah, thirteen points. Yeah, it just became thirteen. It just becomes not important the batting average. Yeah, but it's important to fans still. I'm not yeah. saying that that's the first uh, stat that you cite there, but aesthetically, it matters. Well, it really it, does. Uh, well, unfortunately, not unfortunately, just the reality. You can't watch every player, every at bat, even for teams that's your team. You're not going to see all the at bats, and so to get the narrative on what a kind of season a guy's having. You look at his batting average. It's the first thing we looked up growing up. It's the first many, thing. What are you hitting? How it's many home runs? First thing that matters. Not, not that it, it's the first thing that matters because maybe OPS is more important. But you look at batting average; it tells you how good of a hitter you are. Yeah. Now I look at OPS first, but mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, we were growing up. It was batting average. Yep. You're hitting three hundred or not? Yeah. I mean, if you're not hitting three hundred, you're not good. Yeah. It's really that yeah. simple back then. Yeah. You, you better be close. You better be a few games away from three hundred. Otherwise, yeah. I don't want you. And you're, you better be right you or Mike Schmidt if you're not hitting three hundred. Was the guys who's just hitting moonshots? All right, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. So. Uh, we have a gentleman on the line. His name is Dominic. He's on Staten Island. He says he was the Yankee bat boy uh, with a Maris home run. Dominic is on the fan. What's going on, Dom? Morning, guys. Great show. Thank, Thank you, man. sir. What's going on, buddy? Okay. I can relate to two of the incidents you're speaking about between uh, Maris and Mantle. Okay. When Maris hit his 61st home run, Sal Durante caught the home run. Yes. And he- he lived on Bay 20th, right around the corner from my mom and dad's house. Uh-huh. He was given $5,000 for the ball, and he took us all out to dinner, and then he was married, and he used that money on his honeymoon. Wow. Okay. Uh, I didn't know how he spent I knew about the money. I didn't know how he spent it. What restaurant, by the way? Any chance it's still around? Uh, we went to Gonjulio. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Very nice. <laughs> Okay, the other big uh, point I want to make is that in 1968, I'll be 72 in July. 1968, I was the Yankee bat boy for half a season, the latter part of the season. Okay. Uh, I got the job through my uncle, who was a president of security, and he found out that the bat boy for the, uh, who was the bat boy at the time, he was getting a foreclosure with his parents on a house in Connecticut, so he had to leave. And my Uncle Bill called me, and he says, do you want to be the Yankee bat boy? 
I says, yeah, Uncle Bill, I want to play center field also. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So he says, I'm not kidding you. He says, you report to the stadium, report to gate four, and they'll be expecting you. And sure enough, I went, I took the subway. Okay. And I went in through gate four, I went into the stadium, to the locker room, and Ralph Halkett, the manager at the time, was talking to a reporter. Uh-huh. And when I saw the mighty mix, I froze. <laughs> and the old was the old Yankee Stadium with the monuments in center field. Yep, the three of them, yep. Yes, and so... The last part of my story is true. By the way, Dominic, was wait, uh, was was Bobby Cox on that team, the former Braves manager? Oh, I don't remember. I know we had uh, Tommy Tr- Clark. Tresh. Gene Michael was the shortstop. Roy White was probably on that team at that point. Roy White had to be on that team, right? Left field, I believe yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. So, did the Mick tip out well? Did he tip you well? <laughs> no. No! no uh, well, back in the day, you know, they had a uh, a cooler in the locker room with the uh, Coca Colas in it, and they had the uh, the can opener at the end of the uh, cooler. Uh-huh. So things weren't so ritzy. I hear you. And, and yeah, and pe- uh huh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Between double headers, they used to have uh, sandwiches of only like salami and cheese, bologna, ham. <laughs> Wow. You know, it wasn't so fancy as the athletes of today. I know. It was very different. How was Pepitone? He was on that team. How was Joe? Joe Pepitone was the clown. <laughs> he was really the clown. He was, uh, you know, the type of guy that everybody wanted to be around. Yeah, no doubt. And in closing, uh, BT, and I know you're a big Yankee fan, mm-hmm. a true story. I got my dad tickets, rest his soul. And my uh, older brother, they sat in right field. And the Mick, it would be, uh, would so-called today be the walk-off home run. So he hits the home run against the Washington Senators. And I'm in the dugout, and I'm, you know, putting the bats away, the helmets and things like that. Yeah. And my dad, rest his soul, comes to the dugout. And he says, I got the ball. I said, what ball, Pop? I caught the home run. Didn't you see me catch it? Come on. No. Wow. Fix me the ball. He says, tell the Mick to sign. <laughs> oh, man. We got a little inside operation here. Nice. Yes. So now I go into the clubhouse. I waited for the reporters to, you know, get away from the Mick talking about the home run. And I said, Mick, uh, you know, my dad caught the home run that you hit. And he looked up to me, uh, you know. And he said, did he really? I said, yes, he did. What's his name? I said, Dominic, like me. And he signed the ball to Dominic, left out the K. My best wishes, Mickey Mantle. It was his 518th home run. Wow. And I still have the ball upstairs. I'm going <laughs> to give it to my son. I'll tell you, man, I, w- I would love to have a glass of wine with you, Dom. You, that, I could listen to you all day. First of all, thanks for making the call. Uh, before we let you go, did, now, did Yankee Bat Boys wear uniforms back then or something else? I want to see if I can yeah, find no, you. No, no, We were given uniforms. Uh-huh. And, you know, we had to get to the games three hours before they started. So yeah. if it was a 7 o'clock game. We had to get there at 4 p.m. And you would have gotten there at 1 if they let you. <laughs> <laughs> I know I would have. Oh, I know when I, uh, the biggest thing I wanted to do is go out to center field and stand by those monuments. Because if you remember, BT, 
Mick hit a home run straightaway center over those monuments. I don't remember that. I know Bobby oh, Mercer you're... jumped through the monuments. I don't remember Mick right. hitting one over the monuments. I don't. I don't have that. Could, I don't know that you, one. You could look it up. I will. Mick hit it over the black uh, backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? 460? Four, 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 center field. 464? Dom, how far was center field? 461 straight away. Yeah, that, okay. Oh, man. And 450, and, and then left center and right center was in the upper fours, like 450-something. Oh, oh, but straight away was 461, BT. Amazing. And yep. when I went back to those monuments and looked towards home plate, you could hardly see home plate. And I said, how did this man hit a ball this far? Yeah, yeah. Hey. You know, and he... He Dom, listen to me. Listen to me. Here's what you do, Dom. Anytime you want to talk shop, you call Tiki and Tierney. We'll get yeah, you man. right to the front of the line, my friend. Okay, Dom? Thank you for yes, the history. Thank you for the history, guys. Dom. Thanks. Thanks, man. Dude, I'm looking at this That's um, awesome. Bobby. Story. I'm looking at this Bobby Mercer hit. Ball goes between the yeah, He doesn't know what to do. Boy, he jumped, the ball goes around the monuments. <laughs> yeah. But he jumped between the I monuments. Know he does. That's I know. What they do. I know. What the hell were they doing with the monuments in the middle of the field? Dude? Well, who the hell thinks <laughs> you're going to hit one 460 on a fly? It's uh, true, but still. I know. I know. They just think about so it. So different. <laughs> it's so different. I mean, back then, the old stadiums had, Polo had it. I'm pretty sure Ebbets had it where, uh, I think Ebbets, I know Polo Grounds had it where the clubhouses were in center field. Like, so after the game, hey, what's up, Joe? Everybody just got to walk. Through the outfield grass into the clubhouse. That's crazy. It's a different world, man. I mean, is, that the, field- is that the genesis of Field of Dreams? Right? Because remember, Field of Dreams, they come out of center field uh, in the I, movie. I don't, th- I, that, I don't think it's connected there. I just think it's just a, connected the to the corn. I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't. That seems like, um, I, don't, I don't think that's the basis of it. But, oh, Dominic, that guy, bless that man. Bless that man forever. I love him. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.